Third time's the charm. Yes, it is. Well, hello, <laughs> and welcome to Off the Beat Back. I'm Terry Miller. I'm Stacey Hubeck. <laughs> this is... The early Literally. morning edition of Off the Beat Back. I know, let's stop, let's check it. Let's lose sound, and let's not turn on our microphone. That was oh, me. Oh my god. Totally um, Alright, so... What are we talking about today? All right. So today we are going to hit Stacy up on some feedback on her Stephen King journey. Right. Okay. So I think the first time, the last first time, the last time that we chatted, I was just starting Mr. Mercedes, right? Yes, ma'am. Um, all right. So I finished Mr. Mercedes and now I am halfway through Finders Keepers and I liked Mr. Mercedes a lot. It was really, really good. Different than... Awesome. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. It's different than what he's written so far that I've read. So that's exciting. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I have a friend at work who did her... Like, well, we didn't do it together, but she hadn't read any Stephen King books either. And she yeah. started with It. And she is having, like, trouble getting through it and enjoying his writing. So I'm glad that I didn't start with it because I was going to and then decided not to. I posted actually something to this Facebook book club group that I'm in and I was like, what Stephen King book should I start with? And they gave me a bunch of suggestions. So I wonder like what the difference between his writing and uh, it and his writing versus what you had started with, which was Carrie, correct? No, uh, well, Carrie was, no, Carrie was the third one. Um, I started with the girl who loved Tom Gordon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that was just like, that was like a very short little, like, I wouldn't even call it a novel. It was like a novella. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was short. Um, but I think it's just extremely detailed and there's a lot of time jumping. And she said, like, she just felt like a lot of it was unnecessary, basically. Oh, yeah. I mean, and. Which I get because I felt Game of, some of Game of the, some of the Game of Thrones books I felt were like that. Yeah, like, I struggled and... to get through the third Game of Thrones books because it just felt so drug out. Yeah, and. Like, see, that's the problem that I have when I write, because I do write. Um, I'm working on a book now. Oh, nice. Uh, but, um, so when I write, I have trouble adding all that filler. Yeah. So I'll try to stay to the story or try to make everything meet up with the story. So if I am thrown in filler, it's got to have something to do with the story. Yeah. Where writers these days, they're just pumping out books, and they're pumping out books. So... Like, the Song of Fire and Ice trilogy, mm -hmm. like, once you get to book three, he's pushing them out, and he's pushing them out. So he's got this filler in there that he completely forgets about. Yeah. And then when you read that book, you're like, oh, oh my God, something's going to happen here, something's going to be great, and then boom, it's just filler. Yeah. Which sucks for the reader. Yeah, it And I does. don't think that in the... Like, in the world today, I don't think that books, per se, are on the top of the list of 
being the most liked. Yeah. Like, it's usually television and movies. And so when you are a writer and you are published, you're trying your best to make sure that you're putting out that story as quickly as possible. Yeah. But it's always good to just take your time. Which is funny because Mr. Finders Keepers is about an author. <laughs> and yeah, basically like the person that was obsessed with him and then got pissed off that he like sold out his writing. Little did he know there was two more novels. It's good. I like, I, I really like these books a lot. I don't know what I was expecting, but I also tried to start listening to The Gunslinger before I think I read Carrie, but I couldn't. I don't know why. The Dark Tower series yeah. is definitely an acquired taste type thing. Yeah. Like, I've read book one through three of the Dark Tower series, and I don't even know how I made it through book three. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, they're I, good books. It's just, it's not my genre. Realm. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah. See, I don't know how I'm going to be with it either. Is it like, it's like futuristic, right? Or not, it's like... It's, it's like Mad Max, kind of, or not? Not completely. I wouldn't compare it to Mad Max. I mean, I would kind of say it's like his version of like the movies. What's what's his movies called? It's like The Crystal Skull and oh, Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's kind of kind of like that in a way, but it's more like a western style. Oh. Okay, I don't know I why mean, I like thought a, it was like post-apocalyptic or something. Well, I think I think there is there is some elements of that. I mean, like I said, I got through book three, and I don't even know how I got to book three. I wasn't interested. I wasn't engaged in it, so I kind of just like stopped. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I probably so I will. It's gonna take me a while to do those, and there's more than three, so. Yeah, that's a whole series. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't really trying to commit to a series when I read Mr. Mercedes, but I'm glad I did. And it's only three books, and I'm, like, devouring them quickly. I mean, the first book's in a movie, so... Yeah, a TV show. No, um, Gunsling- Gunslinger as a movie. What? Oh. I thought you were talking about Mr. Mercedes. No, wait, Gunslinger's a movie? Mm-hmm. Is it true to the book? Well, I don't know. I never watched it. Oh. Huh. But yeah, it's a movie. It came out 17, I want to say. 2017? Yeah. Huh. Huh, huh, huh. I'll have to look it up. Um, All right. So. Yeah. Enough of that. <laughs> I watched. I watched. Uh. Power Rangers. Started watching Power Rangers the other day. I'm going to finish it today. Which after Power I guess, Ranger? Is it like a new one? Yeah, it's like the newer movie. Are you going to see Lion King today still? I'm going to see Ready or Not. And then Este and I are going to talk about it and put up a special podcast episode. What's Ready or Not? Talking about it. It's like a kind of like a scary movie where they get... So like the premise is, is that she's getting married to this guy and they say... Like, your introduction to the family is, 
you had to play a game and the game is hide and seek. Well, it's hide and seek that you have to survive or you're not a part of the family. What the fuck? That's crazy. So, like, he's willing to just kill his fiance? What is this? Now the family is trying to kill the fiance. Oh, well, where's he at? He's there. He's and there. he just knows, like, she's... Like, is he rooting for her to win? Or I don't I don't exactly know. That's why I'm going to go see uh, it. All right, now. <laughs> okay, well, I guess we'll hear about it next week. <laughs> all right, what did you just hand me? Uh, it's a... Uh... Usually a poop emoji question. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay, okay. But we were kind of rushing and I forgot the poop emoji. So Tracy said, here, I'll put them in an envelope. Isn't she sweet? <laughs> All right. You were on a game show and win a lifetime supply of something. What is it and why? Let's make a rule right now. It can't be money. I wasn't going to say money. Oh, I would have. I was going to say macaroni and cheese. <laughs> macaroni and cheese? Um, I don't know. See, I would want to say soft crabs because that's literally my favorite food in the whole world. But at the same time, like, like I kind of would want, like, can I say pot? Because <laughs> that yeah. would be nice. Yeah, you can say. You can say whatever you want, except for your rules, their money. Yeah. So you picked the other green thing. <laughs> wow, Stacy. Well, I mean, that would save also me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... I act like it's not my podcast. I'm like, can I say pot? <laughs> yeah, we can say pot. If we can say shit and fuck, we can say pot. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry, we have to be... Uh, we had to be um, politically correct and say marijuana. Oh yes. Oh, if we're if it's Ooh, a game show hot. dispensary, I want that good good from Colorado. <laughs> okay, Colorado dispensary level pot. <laughs> That's what I'd the want a lifetime supply of. Second only to soft crabs. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, speaking of macaroni and cheese. I absolutely love macaroni and cheese. Me too. I do love macaroni. macaroni and cheese and pizza are like my two favorite foods. Right? Do you ever make pizza, macaroni and cheese? Yes. It's amazing. Mac and cheese bowls at KFC. Mm. Yes. They revamped their traditional uh, bowl that they yeah. normally did with, with the, the mashed, mashed potatoes, potatoes and did mac and cheese. And they did mac and cheese. The popcorn chicken and the shredded cheese. Mm. I wonder if it's at all of them, though, because I kind of want to stop when I go up to see the movie today to get one. I mean, probably. Burn it down if it doesn't. We also don't live in a metropolitan area. Yeah, that's true. So could they could not have them. Oh, my God. Oh, good. Okay. So, if you could only speak one word today, what would you say? What? 
if you could only speak one word today, what would you say? No. No? <laughs> yes. Why? Because if that was the only word that I could speak, like, I would just be like, no. Like, hey, Stacey, can you do this? No. Hey. Because you have so much trouble saying the word no? No, it's just because I don't want to be bothered. Oh. (laughs) I have trouble saying the word no. Yeah. I mean, I guess I do, too. Yeah, I usually try to say yes to things. Yeah. And then I am mad at myself for doing it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I get that a lot, too. But my word that I would probably pick is... Eh, let's go for it. Fuck. <laughs> you like, what's up, Terry? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That I should have picked some something cool, today. like a British slang word, like wanker. <laughs> wanker? <laughs> Don't you come near me with your wanker. Dirty wanker. Um, all right. So, that was a good question. Um, was a good question. I hear my dog barking. Oh no, Balto! Maybe he's gonna go potty. Did you hear somebody else here? Hold on one second. We be back. I don't think so. He doesn't need to go. And we're back. There's no one else here. Hello. <laughs> Isn't he all looking for? <laughs> all right. We're always so random. All right, so moving on. Stace, how are you going to wear me out today? Oh, am I starting? Yeah. All right, so last week I did um, really weird short stories, and it got me thinking about really strange children's books that I've read. And I told Terry... Uh, I meant to, like, pull out my favorite ones and have myself organized for you guys, but I got kind of sucked down a black hole of children's books and, like, ended up, like, looking up, like, the movie adaptations of some of them. Like, there was one book, and I was like, oh, my God, I remember this fucking movie. Like, I remember this movie, and then I spent probably, like, 15 minutes trying to find this movie, and so, anyway... So, um, side note, I totally put up on Facebook that recording with Stacy is like <laughs> a trip to Wonderland. And she literally says, I kind of got sucked down a rabbit hole of children's books. And I was like, what the hell is it with us with our Wonderland references? I know. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, it may be a little bit slower than normal because I'm going to be hopping through a couple of different threads. But I'm going to talk to you about the weirdest children's books that are around and have been published. Um, And I'm going to start with the... Oh, wait, this isn't the one I wanted. So I'm going to actually start with this. I got these from therichest.com. It's like I got all of these from a bunch of compilation lists, but um, I recognize a lot of them. And some of these are truly disturbing. Okay, so the first one is called Alfie's Home. I never read this one. But uh, 
This book is about a child who gets molested by his gay uncle, wrongly believes that he's gay as a result, and when the kid tells his parents, they try to ignore him. Then he tells a counselor who gets things going by outing his uncle, teaching the kid he's not gay, and his uncle apologizes, and things are like happily ever after. And the book came under fire, obviously, because it made light of, like, sexual abuse um, and oh was God, super yes. creepy, but I actually could not believe it existed. Wow. That's, that's fucked up. Yup. So that was one of the first ones. Ah. Uh, so this one is hilarious and I feel like appropriate because we live in Pennsylvania. But so there's this children's <laughs> book by Brian, Jeff, and Nathan Nephew, and it's called My Parents Open Carry. And on the front, it's a picture of this girl with her two parents, parents carrying open carrying handguns. <laughs> so um, this book basically... Uh, they created a whole series that's dedicated to gun usage, protection guns offer, and what open carry really means. Um, so if you strongly believe in the open carry policy and you like to reinforce that in your children at a young age, there's a book called My Parents Open Carry. And there's a whole series apparently, and it's just for people like you. Okay, cool. I'm totally going to get that book, <laughs> even though I don't give two shits. Um, then there's a book called, uh, where is it? Latonia, Latonia, Latonia the Naughty Horse Learns to Say No to Drugs. Um, and basically, it's a book with super super realistic black and white sketches of horses and um it's about basically this book that tries to teach kids about drugs and that drugs are bad by showing horses smoking playing smoking games and drinking games and basically like it's just pretty crazy. Like, so every game that we play every weekend? <laughs> yeah. I don't smoke cigarettes. <laughs> this book, I actually remember. Stop looking at me like that. This book, I actually remember um, seeing, and it's incredibly creepy. And I'm going to show you the pictures because I feel like you might remember it, too. Do you remember this book? Uh-huh. So it's called The Lonely yes, do. Doll, and this one is probably one a lot of people might remember. Um, it was published in 1957 and recommended for girls age 4 through 8. In the story, and the fucking pictures in this book are so creepy, it's literally like a porcelain doll in all of these really very human scenarios with teddy bears. Um... <laughs> so, it's about a girl named Edith invites two teddy bears to live with her, and they play dress-up while the bears watch. She gets spanked uh, while the younger bear is too scared to watch because his turn was next because they're in trouble. And anyway, like, the girl ends up begging Mr. Bear to stay with her even though she's been naughty, and Mr. Bear agrees 
and says he'll be around her forever. Um, apparently, it was super popular, and there was nine additional creepy books that were made in the 50s, but it's just so creepy. It's just, like, about this little lonely doll that wants her bears to stay with her forever, but it's just really creepy, and I just remember not liking it at all. Wow. Um, That's just wow. Yeah. All right, so this one, I actually could. This is one of the ones that I was like, I can't believe this book actually exists. But it's called Little Zizi. Or Zizi. Zizzi. Zizi. Z-I-Z-I. Little Z-I-Z-I. Little Zizi. Yeah. So, um, this book is all about, and, like, look at the cover, Terry. Like, it's very child. Like, it's a child. Oh, wow. So, this book is about a young boy with a small penis. And throughout the book, he gets made fun of for it. And considering, uh, oh, but it gets worse. Sorry, I didn't mean to say, and considering. I was, like, obviously reading from something. I'll have you pasted. Um, <laughs> so, apparently, at one point in the book, the boy, the not well-endowed boy, talks to his crush. who tells him that she wants to have ten kids when she grows up. And then the book asks the audience, but how could Martin possibly make them with such a little ZZ? (laughs) They called his penis a ZZ? Yeah, the book is called Little ZZ, and when they talk about the ZZ, they're talking about his penis. And he goes up to his crush, and he's like, talking to her, and she says how she wants to have ten kids. And then the book goes, but how can Martin do that when he has a little ZZ? Okay, first of all, it doesn't matter what size it is. You can still make kids with it as long yeah. as you're well, shooting Well, I'm just saying. I don't understand and the purpose of that children's book and what they were trying to also, do. Maybe they were trying to be like, if you get made fun of in school for having a little ZZ, it's okay. Like, I don't know. But who, what kids do that? Yeah, and what kid at has six, a normal size penis? At six. Yeah. Like, this kid is, like, clearly, like, five or six years old. He's in elementary school. Yeah, anyway. that doesn't make any sense. You don't really know what it, your ZZ is going to be like. Until you're fucking like. After you hit puberty. Yeah, exactly. So, who the fuck It's knows? a member of your body that grows. Yeah, stop it, Balto. Um, all that right. was really bad. Yeah, that one was bad. This one's bad, too. So, this one's called The House That Crack Built. So, this book reportedly came I've, out during. I've heard of that. You've heard of this one? What's going on? What's going on? You're pulling it again. Oh, sorry. Um, okay, so this book is called The House That Crack Built, and it came out during the crack epidemic in the 1980s. Um, and basically, it talks about how workers have to toil the fields to cook crack, how crack dealers live in mansions, and how dealers push crack onto innocent homeless people in the neighborhood. Um, all right, so there's also, is this the other one that I was looking for? Yeah, okay, so this one is called, and I feel like I've heard of this too, but, um, 
Maybe not. It's like a... I actually think this is a good one. It's a... What am I fucking trying to spit out? Like a fairy tale type of thing. And it's called Heckity Pig. And it's a dark fairy tale about a poor mother who leaves her kids at home to go to the market. She tells them not to let any strangers in. But, of wow. course, when she leaves, the Heckity Pig witch arrives. And she convinces the children to let her in. And she turns them in the food. The mom returns. She tricks the witch into letting her in by pretending to cut off her own feet. Strange detail. Uh, but anyway, the we- the witch gives her a chance to break the smell- spell if she can figure out which child is which food. Um, so uh, she ends up doing it and wins. But I actually thought that was kind of a cool one. That is kind of cool. Uh, Weird, but cool. Yeah. And then, of course, a lot of these lists talk about Alvin Schwartz's stories. Do you remember those? Like in a dark, dark room and other scary okay, stories yeah. and scary stories to tell in the dark. Uh, yeah, those or, are always um, my favorite. I mean, but they're not, they were meant to be scary, so. Scary stories to tell in the dark, they're, that's the new movie that's out. They're, they're, or is it out already, or are they coming out with it? No, it's already out. Um, yeah, so they redid Alvin Schwartz's, but the scariest part about those books were the illustrations. Oh, yeah. They were, like, literally nightmarish illustrations. The book, now, the movie one of the movies that I looked up today, um, not the one it took me forever to find. I didn't even find that one. Um, I thought I did, but it wasn't the right one. But this one is called The Witches by Ronald Dahl. Do you remember that book? It's about a seven-year-old no. boy. He goes to live with his grandmother. His grandmother's a storyteller, and he tells her the one about the witches. And... Like, that they hate children, and they use these spells to get rid of them. But, apparently, they're, like, real. Well, in the story, they're real. And I, like, was reading this book, or reading the description of this book, and I was like, I've heard of this book. I've seen this movie, something, and I looked up The Witches, and there is a freaking movie, and I remember it clearly. It's got, um... Oh, I can't remember the actress's name, but she's, like, an intense-looking woman. She reminds me of Cruella DeVille a little bit. But she, like, <laughs> all these women, like, the witches, they are bald, and they have these really ugly noses. Like, I feel like if you watch the trailer for this movie, you would know. And they turn the little kid into a mouse, and he's got to, like, go to his grandmother, and he, like... <sighs> it sounds kind of familiar. It's a really good one. I remember it. And I was like, I love this movie. So I might go. I like to remember stuff like that and then go watch them. So I might try to find that movie at some point today. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it with my list. Okay. Yeah. I know it was a little bit repetitive of last week, but I just couldn't help myself. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Terry clearly wasn't weirded out by these. You weren't weirded out by little ZZ? (laughs) (laughs) That did weird me out. I just don't understand it. That was the freakiest one. Then there was, there was a couple of really dark ones, but I wanted to kind of keep them light. There was one about this girl who, uh, has, it's like a child's book about anorexia. Basically there's, there was this one about the, fuck was it called the girl with the matches or something like that and about this like girl who basically like freezes to death and gets hypothermia and like dies and it's a children's book 
Maybe they should make one about leaving your children in the car. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's scary. Do you hear that story? Well, I'll tell all the stories that are like that. The well, awful I'll tell ones. This story. This story is actually very, uh, a very good story. Let me go over my weird thing, and then I'll tell the story. Okay, how are you going to weird me out today, Terrence? All right, so I'm going to cover Pennsylvania's <laughs> Devil Road that leads to the infamous inbred courthouse. Ew. So did you this, mention this before? We were texting. I texted you about it. No, in one of the other ones that we did where we talked about urban legends, did you mention the Devil Road? Like, and just didn't talk about it? Oh, yeah, I think I did. Because I feel like I remember you Yeah, I think I did mention it. it. So, the exact location is hard to determine. Street signs are frequently stolen, making it easy to get lost. But somewhere in the woods of Pennsylvania on the Delaware border is the Devil's Road, which supposedly takes you straight to the courthouse. What's the courthouse called? The what courthouse? Inbred courthouse. Crosser Road is a two-mile street lined with trees near the Chadsford Township, Pennsylvania. The first thing you notice when driving down the single-lane paved road is that the trees all bend away from the road. As though they were pushed away by a powerful energy and all the trees that grow away from the road. The of all the trees that grow away from the road, the most interesting one is called the baby's cradle, an old tree with roots protruding out of the soil, which resembles a skull when looked at from the right angle. The locals believe this used to. This was used as an altar for human sacrifice. Ew. And if you keep traveling up the road, you'll come to the courthouse, a stone building deep in the woods. One story is that the DuPont family owned the large stone mansion in the hills. Supposedly, the DuPonts were so obsessed with keeping their excessive wealth within the family that they practiced inbreeding Ew. to prevent any intrusions on their bloodline Jesus. or bank accounts oh god acts of vandalism have forced officials to post no trespassing signs all over the road and an occasion and on occasion they've had to put up barricades and threaten violators with heavy fines those thinking of doing their own investigation should know that the street is residential and that those living there would prefer to be left alone after all, not all stories need to be proven, and sometimes it's more fun for a legend to remain a legend. Also, the fines can range up to $1,000. I'm going to get a $1,000 fine. You're going to it? I want to go to it. I want to go to it. I think Is the courthouse still standing? Yeah, it takes you right to it. That's the insane. Mansion. insane. Yeah. How far away is it from here? Uh, it's on the Delaware border, so it's probably... So it can't be that far. Yeah. Delaware is small as shit. So it's, it's less than three hours away, probably. Yeah, it's probably like a two, maybe an hour and a half, maybe two hours. I don't know. We'll have to see and go do some research. So, um, 
something that I thought was kind of interesting was that they actually used this road in a movie. What movie? Hold the Blair on. Witch? No. That was in Maryland. That movie scared me. I'm trying to find... Where it it is. Here, here's the article where they mentioned it. No. Okay, so it was moved in the block, used in the blockbuster movie The Village. The Village, M Night Shyamalan. I don't think I've seen it. M Night Shyamalan, The Village. I think that's the right one. I don't think it was very good. I think it was hyped up. Oh, like was it? Like, it was one of those movies that looked really, really good in the trailer and stuff, and then, like, you watch the movie and all the good parts are in the trailer. Oh. I just remember being kind of disappointed by it. Oh, wow. I'm very sorry you were disappointed by that. <laughs> okay, so I got two stories. Oh, first, I got some randomness for you. So, Stacy, if you stop shaving your armpits, would Deuce think? What would Deuce think, and would it change things sexually? What kind of question is that? I mean, first of all, I wouldn't stop shaving my armpits, and second of all, <laughs> probably. I mean, he wouldn't make like the hugest deal out of it, but he would be like, "Hey, what you, what you doing there, babe?" <laughs> No, I I, uh, I read an article um, when I was perusing the internet, and this Give me that. couple, the uh, lady decided that she was going to stop shaving her armpits, and so he stopped shaving down below, mm-hmm. and then she was ticked off because he stopped shaving down below. I mean, I feel like that's only fair, though. Yeah. I wouldn't be ticked off. I'd be like, I get it. I'm not pulling it. I'm not pulling it. I didn't say you were pulling it. I just seen that you might end up doing it in the near future. <laughs> All right. So you've watched Sesame Street, right? Have I watched Sesame Street? Yeah. When yes. you were younger, did you watch Sesame Street? Yes. I liked Barney, unfortunately. But that I was did. that was my thing, too, actually. But what? I've seen Sesame Street. I have a lot of younger siblings that uh, watch Ses- have watched it's Sesame Street. For you to bite. So, I found this kind of interesting. Four years ago, Sesame Street introduced Julia, which was the first Muppet in 10 years to be introduced. Mm-hmm. At first, only in, it was only in, online, in an online pic- picture book, and later the show itself. The character is an autistic four-year-old girl, Aww. which was shaped to be by a diverse group of autism advocates and researchers. Julia is sunshine yellow and never without her beloved rabbit Fluffster. She has fun with her good friends Elmo and Abby Cadabby, two of the most popular characters on Sesame Street. Julia was even featured on a float in last year's Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. She was a triumph She was a triumph of representation for people like my little sister. Oh, that's super cute. Yeah, it I is love super that. cute. 
I didn't. I didn't know that. I mean, the I didn't because I haven't watched Sesame Street. I'm 28 years old. Yeah. Who watches Sesame Street at 28 years old that doesn't have children? Yeah. So I haven't watched Sesame Street. So when I seen this article, now the whole article is pretty much about the original people that helped advocate for Julia is no longer uh, working with them. It's a different organization and they have a different repertoire as the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of kind of about that, but it really. Um, I didn't know your sister had autism. Yeah, my sister Brooke. Brooke. Did I meet her? I didn't meet her. No, I don't think you've met her yet. Yeah, she's... Uh, I, she didn't come to the house that day, right? Or you crashed your car or whatever. Yeah, Not crashed no. your car, but... No. I didn't think so. <sighs> so... <sighs> the story that I was going to tell you about the kid that was left in the car... Oh, God, we have to. It's so depressing. No, this one's actually a good one. This is a really good one. As in, there's a positive ending? Yes. Okay. I was about to say, okay, all right, I'll listen, I'll listen. (laughs) Okay, so a young child was left in the car. Where was this? First of all, set the scene. Where are we at? I don't know. I don't have the article in front of me. Oh. (laughs) I'm just... So you're just making this up now. I'm just kidding. No, I heard it. <laughs> no, on the I know. Radio. I'm just fucking with you. I think it was in Illinois or Indiana, one of them. I'm sorry. How did you pronounce that? Illinois. You said Illinois. <laughs> oh, <did> I? <laughs> I was like, excuse me, <laughs> Illinois. Yes. Okay. So what happened? Okay. So, um, there was a young child left in the car, and. The <laughs> it's not a funny story. Why are you making me laugh? Um, so there was a young child left in the car, and the the mother had went in. Well, went in where? To the Walmart. Okay. People of Walmart, and a twelve year old boy and his mother was walking past the car and heard the kid in the back screaming. No windows down. No windows down. What the fuck? So, um. She or he asked the 12 year old boy asked his mom for permission to hit a window mm-hmm. and he got a ratchet strap from their vehicle oh, fuck yeah! and just kept swinging it until the windshield shattered. That's smart. Then he crawled in and he unlocked the door well, so you, his mom could get the baby out. Could have also just walked into Walmart and bought a hammer or walked into Walmart and been like, here's the license plate of some car. Like, yeah. I'm going to bust your windows out if you don't come out here in two minutes. Well. The woman got a $250 fine, but was not arrested. Oh, that's good, at least. Wait, but, the lady that broke the window or the lady that left her kid in there? No, the lady that left her kid in there. Oh, my a God. A $250 fine. Jesus. Child services is involved. How old's the child? Was a young child. Like, I, they really didn't say. In a car seat? Yeah, they were in a car seat, so they were young. But uh, the 12-year-old boy saved the day. That's cute. I like it. With a ratchet strap. With a ratchet strap. I'm that's, just like, that's like some kid thinking boom, right there. Boom, I'm just imagining him like, yes, I get to break a window. Oh, baby, are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> moving along. 
funny. I'm picturing uh, I mean, that wasn't funny for the child, but it was funny that the 12-year-old kid got to save the day and probably felt like a total badass. Oh, time is running out. Time is running out. Do we have to announce this at the end of every episode? No, I just, I saw it announced itself to me, so I just announced it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does say time is running out. <laughs> Ow, I just hit my head Upgrade your account now to get longer broadcasting time. Well, you know what? If more of you fuckers listen, we'll upgrade our account. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So would you... Would you rather? Oh, are we doing a would you rather? All right. I love these. I like that better than the, what you're doing the other, I don't know. Talk, what was it? Acting fucking mystifying. Yes. Yeah, I do too. Would you rather pay for sex or get paid for it? Why do you have to ask all these personal sex questions this time? Um, Well, fuck, I don't know. seven. I it's mean, I feel like you're get creepy. You're damned if you do or damned. Like, I can't choose. Would I rather pay for sex or get paid for sex? Probably get paid for sex, I guess, because I I'm getting get paid. paid for it. I'd make some money off of sex. Yeah, it doesn't say who. I could just get deuce to pay me. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say who. Drop that right now. Now she's Drop it. the dog. Thank you. Oh, Balto, baby. Anyway, so you said you would rather get paid for sex, too. Yeah. Right. And I can pay a shrink to help me forget that I ever did that. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the money that you got paid for paying or paid for having sex. Yeah. All right. So I think we're going to close out the show for this week. I I greatly apologize if we sounded like we were tired because we were. Mm-hmm. It's my fault, really. I didn't get home till late last night, and I no, it's all right. The boat. All right. Always me and my no. I'm gonna get an Instagram <laughs> up this week. I'm off. I'm doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. I gotta show you some of those creepy ass uh, child books. Either they're way creepier than the short story photos. Oh okay. All right. Sounds good. So send us your weird, your weird stories, your crazy shit, all that good stuff. Has anyone sent us a weird story? No. <laughs> so we need a weird You're story. You're slacking. Murders. <laughs> we're not opposed to weird murders. <laughs> no. Weird crimes. Weird things that you found in the house. Weird things you found in your backyard. Weird. Weird shit you found inside of your walls. Weird shit that came out of your friend's nose. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> All right. So you can send those to OTBP podcast 2019 at gmail.com. <laughs> you can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash OTBPP. Follow us on our socials. You can follow myself, Terry Miller 91 on Twitter and Instagram. And Terry has two Y's. Snapchat. I'm spendy 27. Follow Stace on Snap at S-T-A-C-E-Y-Y-H. S-T-A-C-E-Y-Y-H. And you also follow the podcast mascot that's looking at me right now as I speak. At Balto the Husky 
on Instagram and Husky has five Ys. So until next time, stay true and stay weird. Bye. At American University, we don't just hope for change. We create it. We don't just dream of a better world. We make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout D.C. to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool.